Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Spider-Man, the most daring and innovative show to come to Broadway, is back. Reimagined. Now in previews at the Foxwoods Theater. Visit Ticketmaster.com. Spider-Man, turn off the dark. The event that will redefine the Broadway spectacular. Load his fucking tiny car <laughs> with his hood down and his man lady hair wisping <laughs> in the wind. I'm here to fix your computer. <laughs> it's Barry, Somebody the drink. gay computer tech. <laughs> uh. Welcome, folks. This is Geek Shock number 98. I am Master Torgo. Dr. Vlog. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Oh, good to see you, gentlemen. And, and I will. Oh my god, what just happened there? <laughs> I will no not idea. fix your computer. Do you want to borrow my my shirt that says that? No. Okay. Barry, because Barry wants to computer say it. Tech. The shirt would spoil the fun for him. <laughs> <laughs> if any of you out there are my friends or family, I will not fix your computer. I know nothing about computers. F the fuck off. <laughs> Barry enjoys his hate. Yes. He really does. Oh yeah. Hater's gonna hate. Word. His hate is what keeps him him alive. That's right. If he ever started to enjoy anything, I think he would keel over and die. (laughs) (laughs) What? How did? How did this dynamic change? Because I used to be the hater. (laughs) I know. You still hate? Yeah. What do you mean? Used to be. Well, yeah. I hate legitimate things. No. Oh, oh, yeah, I hate yeah. legitimate things. And no, no, all no, no, in no, his no. hatred of let's, illegitimacy. Let's clarify this, Barry. You hate Bastard bastards! For a reason. Paul hates things with no reason behind it and then loves things that everybody else hates. Yeah. Not true. That is absolutely <laughs> See, the you're truth. being contrary. You said everybody else hates. That's crazy. You love things that everybody else hates. Like talk. what? Name what two things. Neon Genesis E-Man. Evangelion. Neon Genesis E-Man. Evangelion. Oh Evangelion. my god. First of all, okay, <laughs> let's address this. First of all, Neon Genesis Evangelion. An entire nation called Japan still fucking loves Neon Genesis Evangelion. I think they're a little too busy for Neon Genesis right now. Oh yeah? 13 years deep? They're still invested in the series to the point where they are reinvestigating it with a series of four new feature films, which are doing Buster movie. What is it? A fucking crime? You know what else is popular you in Japan? You've watched it. And Vending you machines with dirty underwear in them. Aye. Just saying. Secondly, <laughs> and and to a very interesting point about no one liking He-Man... Au contraire, mon faggoty frere. Here's the thing that's happening right here. Guess what's going down in September? What's going down? Hecon? Power Con. You on He-Man? <laughs> Power Con in California. Oh, at the boy. Los Angeles International Airport. I am going to do my damnedest to go and cover this shit. Paul, I, want I will, to go so I will lend you my camera. I will help buy you a ticket. I you want know, one of you to come with me. You know, it, That's it, the thing. It, it oh, shows. Sure. I, I, might, I might take one for the team on this one. Um, it, it, wow. It, it, it As shows. As everyone at that con. It, sh- <laughs> it shows. He won't go to Comic-Con, but this, he will Well, because there won't be that many people. And Bullshit. it's all about He-Man. Well, there you go. Wait a minute. That con is supposed to be your citation about all the people who love He-Man, and you just said there won't be many people there. I'm saying it's enough people for a fucking convention. <laughs> 20 people is I enough mean, for a convention. I mean, there won't be many people compared to 28,000 or however many go to Comic-Con. There will be enough people that the tiny-ass little ballroom Jesus. they put it in uh, will, be, will yeah. seem too it's small. It's like our weekly convention of the Ugly Couch Show right here. 
It's going to be a bunch of grown men wearing clothes too small for them, <laughs> quietly weeping in corners. He holding never their listened to my. Uh, to and that's what uh, will be unbearable. Oh, yes. No, he did. Oh, too bad. Yeah. God forbid you get in a conversation with one of them, they'll corner you and tell, them, tell you all about their collection. But when is this taking place? September. In September? Yes. Okay. Right, probably around my birthday sometime. So that, oh, yeah. happy birthday. It's like the 24th, I think. All right, so about a week after. All right. Yeah, I might go just because I want to see how it compares in size to the Transformer Con I went Apparently to. Apparently there are, yeah, BotCon. Apparently yeah, there, bot are, con. there are cheap flights, and it's right there at the airport. We could fly in, stay at the airport hotel where the thing is happening. Mm-hmm. They're getting some rates going. Maddie's, or rather, He-Man.org. Is I'll share a room out. with you. That'd be really uh, you fun. You know what? I'll make wow, this happen. That, talking about taking one right. for the team. Yeah. No, you get to right. in his He's underwear. taking two for the team on that one. <laughs> will you be wearing your He-Man underoos? No, but I will be wearing that shirt that you guys got me that has the uh, the hilarious Guns N' Roses parody. And I'll also Appetite wear my Orco shirt. My Orco shirt that I love so much. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be wearing as much He-Man stuff as I can. I'll probably come away with a couple more He-Man shirts. <laughs> Plenty of thongs and leather harness. You, know, I'm, I'm you know the one I really want is the Mosquito shirt that I You have to wear a costume. I'm interested to see if Paul I'll go as Ram Man in a fucking heartbeat. And comes we back. Can, <laughs> do up man. a Ram Man yeah, outfit. No. We could do that. Paul, I would help you make that. This All might right. change his view. This might happen. We'll make a Ram <laughs> Man fellow outfit. He-Man. But then we'd have to drive. Maybe we should make a road trip out of it. Uh-oh. Oh, wow. Oh, I don't like don't. where this we'll, is going. We'll see how wow. gas wow. is going. Suddenly, yeah. Torgo, this is going to turn into a one-month yeah. trip up and down the coast. <laughs> hey, I know what let's do now. <laughs> let's Ooh, let's go to Medieval so Times. It's only 300 miles away. We could be there in six hours. Medieval Times would be the perfect stop on the way to the He-Man convention. For fuck's sake. So how great would that be? You'll get lost in the forest and there'll be nothing to eat but He-Man toys, He-Man t-shirts, and Paul's fat. I would... Well, yes. <laughs> but it'd be so fun. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Great might bonding experience for Torgo and Paul. Anyway, Ooh. PowerCon, bitches. PowerCon. Yo. Wow. Pow, pow, PowerCon. <laughs> can't ask for that kind of publicity. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. What, what, what other geeky things you do this week, guys? I built a three-story tower for my D&D players Listen, that they used for ten minutes. Your shit's getting out of hand. I know, dude. Um, I'm, we might have to stage an intervention uh, on your carving with styrofoam. I spent like hours and hours on that, that shit. You guys I, use I, it for I, ten I'm minutes. on the whole buy him some Warhammer. <laughs> I am too. Uh, I mean, what other way to get good use out of what he's already built? Yeah, really. <laughs> I picked up uh, L.A. Noir last, yeah? on Monday night at midnight. Do you have a taste of it? Did I have a taste of it? <laughs> of L.A. Noir? Yeah. <laughs> really? Did, did, did I you, play did it? You go, did you, yes. Did you play it? Stutter? What, what else would that have been? I, 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 I didn't look at the box. Um, you know, the, the, the box. Did you had chew on the disc? Did you eat the video game? <laughs> How did it taste? <laughs> I did like it after our freaking internet came back up. God I liked damn it, it after I got some milk with it. <laughs> yeah, our, our internet was out for like nine, ten hours. Oh. Stretching into Tuesday morning, so I didn't get to play L.A. Noir until like almost four in the morning. Horrific. Yesterday. Which wasn't terrible because Walmart, when I went to pick it up, because they're the only one that was, well, I mean... GameStop I, I didn't want to know open, your but, Walmart store. Yeah, I don't, I don't know care. About the game. Tell me the game. <laughs> hey, oh, fuck how you got it. Tell me, is the game? How's the game? I like the game. I'm having fun with the game. 
Yeah. It's it's Grand Theft Auto meets uh, film noir, and it's uh, it's fun. Cool. Uh, Wait, but, but my I... interrogation skill is still lacking. I can tell when the character is oh. you know not being completely truthful, but the three options it gives for you to to you know you you either accuse him of downright lying. Okay. You essentially say that you know you're skeptical of what their answer is, or you select that they're telling the truth. Well, you can tell when they're not being completely truthful. All right. So you can you say you know okay you're you're not quite you know you're sketchy you're not quite telling the truth but you're not outright lying. Okay. That one that works pretty well, but when you do know that they're lying and you accuse them of lying. You have to back it up with some kind of evidence, or your your whole interrogation just drops, you're just, and you you lose out on that question. So, so, so as a detective, you have to have evidence when you do some of the lying. Yeah, and you oh, just, what? No, no, no. What the fuck kind of police procedural law enforcement well, bullshit no, is that? You, you have the evidence, but you have to select the right piece of evidence oh, to confront them with the lie, okay. and it gives you you. If you do your job properly, you've got like a page full of evidence that you have to select one item from. All right. Well, and I think this game just is giving the right people item. a slanted view of justice in America. Oh, that view not slanted. Yeah. Oh, there we go. What? What is this oh, General Jesus. Bureau? Listen, listen. <laughs> no. Um, so uh, my buddy Doug, uh, contributor to the show, Doug X was uh, tweeting about playing L.A. Noir. He said he got really far using the cheat code plant drugs on black guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is the 40s in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. I uh, watched Soylent Green. Oh, on it's DVD. made of people. One from stem to stern. Um, uh, unedited for television and stuff, and it was really interesting because the beginning starts totally weird. The beginning of the movie is a montage of like the history of New York, oh, so okay. it like runs through people farming and stuff all the way right up through to the city, and then showing it overcrowded and stuff. So right there, I was sort of like, wow, I, I don't even remember this. So uh, Edward G. Robinson was freaking fantastic, actually. In okay, <clears throat> his last film role. Um, uh, there was also a, uh, special appearance by, uh, T'Pau. Um, oh, Dame okay. Judith Anderson? No, 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 no. T'Pau, uh, uh, Delia Lovsky? I think so. I don't know. Odivia I wouldn't know if that was something right. Something like that? T'Pau, not... Do you love ski? From the TV show, not the movie. Do you love me not. Oh, okay. And, um... Now that I can <clears throat> dance. Um... Heston was Heston. I like Charlton Heston. Uh, but uh, the movie was interesting, actually, because um, just the, the looking at the projections, because we're, we're like, I don't know, we're like a couple decades short of where the movie takes place. Okay. So all the food being gone and industrial collapse and basically food from the ocean is all you've got is... It, we're nowhere near there, so but it's it was just an interesting, interesting conceit. Why have they never made mm. Soylent Green <clears throat> edible candy wafers? I know, yeah, that's true. They absolutely should. Ta- and there ta- were there were other. There was Soylent Red. There was Soylent Yellow. That was all leading up to Green. Yeah. So talk about know. a movie with a built-in spoiler. Now at this point, there, you can't. There's, <clears throat> I mean, 
Yeah, really. There's you say Soylent Green. Everyone, even if you haven't seen the movie, yeah, yeah. you know what Soylent Green is. Mm-hmm. If you haven't, well, <laughs> I think your statute of limitations is over. Yeah, it's made yeah, of people. Yeah. It's people. <laughs> also, I'll go ahead and do this now. Yeah, do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, I want to make an announcement. Congratulations to Mike and Jerry Thompson, local Las Vegas filmmakers. Um, they've been making uh, small films and the like here in Vegas for years. Uh, I used to uh, game with them actually with Fact Check Andy over at Andy's place. <clears throat> they, uh, they've uh, started making short films. They eventually made one short film into a feature called Thor at the Bus Stop. I've heard of that one. Which uh, uh, has been around. Uh, actually, it was funny. Uh, uh, Las Vegas City Life, I think, did a comparison between Thor and Thor at the Bus Stop a couple oh, of weeks funny. ago when the movie came out. And nice. They rated Thor at the Bus Stop generally higher. So, <laughs> But... Um, <clears throat> They participated in the 48-hour film festival a couple weeks ago. 48-hour film festival is a worldwide thing. Goes city to city, challenges filmmakers. They're given like a uh, a prop, a line of dialogue, a genre, and and given 48 hours to make a short film around that. This goes around the world. There are a number of cities participating. Uh, thousands of films are submitted every year. Here in Las Vegas, their short film, The Wrong Taco Shop got Best Film, Best Actress, Dana Bomar, uh, who is also in Thor the Boss Stop, I believe, and Best Special Effects. Hmm. And um, they also got Audience Award winner in their group, because I guess there are four different groups that are screened. All right. And they are going to be one of 20, I believe, it's 20-some-odd films Short films screened at Con next year. Nice, wow, that's great. Nice. It's yeah. a really Kudos good on that. short film. I've seen it. You it can find excellent. the wrong taco shop. It's right on YouTube. It's and, excellent. And uh, yeah, they do a nice. Uh, they they're they're really good at at slamming stuff together. I mean, they get a Andy gets a phone call because he's generally their production designer, and he makes any of the weird props that they need. Okay. <clears throat> he he's been getting accolades from anybody who's seen Thor at the bus stop. There's a scene where there's a guy who has a signpost thrust completely through his body. Okay. And Andy designed that. And he made the harness so good that there's no waffle, waggle, nothing in the sign. It is there. It looks like this guy's been stabbed through. And he constantly gets uh, props for that. But uh, these guys are good. Props for the props. So uh, hopefully... uh, Hopefully this will uh, lead for them uh, to get even more done. Nice. Congratulations yeah. on so, that. Yeah. Good job, Mike and Jerry. Look for uh, Thor at the Bus Stop on uh, the Internet. They actually have DVDs. They just came out with a newer edition talking about stuff they're doing. And Wrong Taco Shop is on YouTube. It's nice. very good. <clears throat> it's good to see local filmmakers doing good. Um, a couple of years ago, I, uh, I offered to help judge a, uh, a film festival. I remember that. You're taking place. Vegas, yeah. Do, do, you, do you remember? I remember your ire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's what happened. I had, to go, I had to go down there, and there was this shitty little office. Shitty little office. Shady, too. And uh, she said, what's your name? Barry. Oh, hang on here. I got a, a bag of films for you. He hands me this brown bag of films, of, of DVDs. <laughs> and she's like, all right, just uh, we'll give you a call or give us a call or whatever. Real unorganized. I'm like, okay. So I go home. Pop in a film. Banging Granny. Okay, and I got my, my <laughs> sheet filled out here, and man, I wish it was Banging Granny's. It was fucking garbage. Next one. 
All right, it can't be as wor- can't be bad. Worse. Next one. Worse. Next one. Worse. Who are these ass clowns putting these films together? I mean, they are terrible. And some of them are like the same guy who directs and writes and stars and everything, and he put yeah. like three or four films together for this thing. I only saw one decent film. Of course, it wasn't American. And uh, the rest of them were crap. And so I just got lost complete interest. I had no interest in going to the film festival afterward. I don't think anyone else really did ever go to the film festival. I just stopped. Like, well, dumb. I entered the 48-hour film festival two years ago with some friends, and uh, we won for best writing for Space Adventures space in Space, space. Yeah, that was good. Stories, yeah. which you can still find on YouTube if you're interested in watching me be in space. I think it's on uh, Funny or Die, isn't it? It was on Funny or Die as well, yeah. I think All we're right. still funny, yeah. <laughs> I'm still funny. I don't, know, I don't know if that one I think that one is That's too. debatable. Ah, there I'll debate is. you. I'll debate you all day. Um, <laughs> yeah, this week I caught up. I did a little bit of reading finally on some of the comics I got from Free Comic Book Day, and I jumped in on Xbox for just a quick second and uh, took some fools to town on Full House Poker. I oh, still you still going on that? Huh? I'm at level forty seven, man. Jesus, I ain't stopping. I, and I ran a Wait, table. I run every time 47? I get in. I run a table. Almost. Yep. Level forty seven. You need to baby. put that down and start playing some pinball. The Mars tables out on pinball effects too, man. Balls. I love that fucking game. Uh, and uh, and then my dear sweet wife purchased for me uh, the posthumous David Foster Wallace novel, The Pale King, and I have begun reading that, and it is uh, wonderful and sad and uh, difficult and great like all his stuff and uh just just a couple chapters deep so far but it's great cool. nice yeah so what's in the news man um you know before that i did a little something i saw dr horrible sing-along blog live in las vegas Ooh. the onyx theater those guys did a great job really what a hard shoot to fill but man they did it i mean that if you haven't seen dr horrible's it's free online go check it out if you're a joss whedon fan of course you've already seen it mm-hmm. but even if you aren't it's so worth it yeah, you, and Adventures you get, of a supervillain becoming a true supervillain. NPH. You know what's good about this Dr. Horrible's, uh, this little flyer for Dr. Horrible's? What's with, that? Uh, on the back and inside the uh, inside cover, there are ads. Is it Naked Boys Singing. Yes, that's an actual Broadway show. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Go get it. Hey, man. We I already put bought up you our tickets. Show, we put up our show every week at the Onyx. The Onyx Theater is awesome, but it also shares the space with The Rack, which is a gay fetish clothing store. It's <laughs> right down there in Commercial Center, right next to the Green Door, which is the Swingers Hangout. I don't give a fuck. Art is dangerous and sexy. Amen, bro. <laughs> fuck it. That's what it's all about. We have so much fun putting up our show every Monday there because that venue has a certain energy about it, you know? I, I dig it. Yeah, I'm all Smell. for it. No, there's no smell. It's awesome. The place is fucking great. I've been thinking about the other side of great little ninety nine seat theater thing. I love that little theater. Man. Yeah. We've been I've doing some that great show. shows in there. We've been doing that show for six years there. Six years, every Monday. Forget about it. Can't stop. Won't stop. Mm-mm. But since you wanted to stop, let's do news you don't give a shit about. There we go. And I bet I will. All right, Spider Man, turn off the dark. Oh yes, I'm wrong. Wow. Waiting for it. The much maligned Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark returned to Broadway this last week after a major overhaul that included a new script and book by Roberto Aguerre-Scaza, a uh, comic book writer who has actually written Spider-Man stories. And now the amazing Spider-Man writer Dan Slott is calling him, quote, the hero who saved Spidey. 
unquote, in his tweeted review of the revamped show. In a nutshell, Dan Slott is extremely satisfied with the new musical. Hmm. And all it took was someone who knew how to tell a Spidey story. Hmm. It's apparently a smart move to bring along a spider writer into the mix, but it looks as it, it like it really paid off. For one thing, it looks like Spidey's character has been shifted from uncharacteristically serious to the wisecracking Spidey who quips while he fights, according to Slott. And along with uh, the writer's contributions, some better choreography and stunt coordination have made a huge difference. Here is Slot's tweeted review. One thing that hasn't changed, and I've seen both versions, the cast remains excellent, and this new version, they shine more. Uh, Spidey on Broadway now turning uh, turned off. Uh, Uncle Ben is not killed by being run over by a car. The lesson here, want something fixed? Use a comic book writer. And turn off the dark, know what Peter says after Ben dies. With great power comes great responsibility. Apparently that line was not in what? that original version. Okay. He didn't before. They fixed it. Tonight's show, no stopping, not even once. All good, all the way through. All the stunts and added flying sequences were awesome. Uh, Slot also says that after the show, the cast and crew, quote, let out their own hoots and cheers backstage after knowing they put on a much better show. Does the new show feature a cameo by Stan Lee? I, you, I doubt it. <laughs> He's too busy doing other cameos. You know what? They should have an actor cameo. doing a, a, cameo a cameo of Stan Lee yeah. doing a cameo. <laughs> that would be fine. Just have some guy in age makeup. Just, yeah. yeah. No. I'm in the balcony. <laughs> Oh, no. This is where I suck. sit now. I should have hey, kept my mouth shut. Put him in the audience. <laughs> hey, true believers. Guess what? I'm just a guy sitting in the balcony. <laughs> Whoa. There he is. He's up there. Whoa. Hold on. And it's funny because he sounds nothing like him. Huh? At all. <laughs> Spiderific. Well, no, it, it, it kind of sounds it, like it, him. Well, this, this kind of a grizzled oh, Howard. This is Stan himself. after he's taken his Nyquil. <laughs> kind of slow. Is it time for bed yet? <laughs> Turn off the dark. Wait, don't, because I want to sleep. True believers, so leave now, the dark on. It doesn't matter how good they make this musical; it's still a musical based on Spider-Man. Oh, you're gonna what go back hell? to that? I'm, I've never left it. <laughs> I, I've, like, main, I've maintained that. Do you okay. not like musicals, Barry? No, I do not. Right. Musicals You're are fine. Dumb. Yes. You're dumb. You are What's the you South Park dumb. Bigger, Longer, Uncut? There are only a few musicals that are acceptable for men. One, South Park, Longer, Uncut. Bigger, Longer, Uncut. Two, Tommy. Three, <laughs> Blues Brothers. What about Sweeney the Todd. Book of Mormon? No. Book of Mormon, exactly. That's another final. Well, I haven't seen it yet. So I have yet to pass my judgment. Wait, what's wrong with Sweeney Todd, Barry? Eh. <laughs> you mean eh? What about Beauty really and the good. Beast? Eh. <laughs> West Side Story. Any Disney no. movies? Any Disney movie? Naked Mary? Boys. No. Basically, no. A, <laughs> it's basically a musical. I'm go. dismissing all by men for all men. Yes. You hate every Disney movie. <laughs> I I do not watch them. Miss Saigon. What about Miss Saigon? You go to Disney every year. Miss Saigon. Do I sing and dance? What about for my, M. For my lunch? Yeah. No. But no. You're no. I don't sing and dance. But you're surrounded by it. Nah, I keep that at a distance. Oh, Lord. I enjoy my Disney Y. Phantom the Vegas Spectacular. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it is, too. It's great. I don't like song and dance numbers. Sorry. I also uh, like vagina. Uh, uh, what about uh, the musical uh, uh, song and dance numbers? <laughs> <laughs> 
I think it's a Bob Fosse. You know what else is. is dead? Vaudeville. Play him off, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. News you don't give a shit about. If you're one of the many people who were concerned that 46-year-old Keanu Reeves might be a bad choice to play the lead in the Americanized remake of Japanese epic Akira, well, you could finally relax. Reeves has passed on the role. I'm not doing it. I can't believe he's 46. I'm not going to do it. Reeves Whoa. is Whoa. only the latest in a long stream of contenders for the role of the troubled teen biker. Uh, other candidates include Zac Efron, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, <laughs> James Franco, Robert Pattinson, <laughs> Justin Timberlake, and Michael Fassbender. I bet you Levitt gets it. <sighs> yeah, he'll he'll do anything. What? He'll do anything. What? He's good. <laughs> he's good. <laughs> He'll do anything. Is this some kind of boudoir <laughs> sensibility going on? Oh, shit. He'll do anything. Well, the important thing Gordon is that there isn't one single Asian person being considered. <laughs> yeah. God forbid. I mean, holy mackerel. We don't want them to, you know, no. go crazy. No. Who want to be Akira? Uh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> I want to be Akira. Who would you cast? Is the reemergence of the jujitsu system here? I don't know. Uh, what about the no. guy who played Hero? Who played Hero? Oh, oh, him? Yeah. What? It, it's... He's too Asian. No, he's not too Asian. <laughs> <laughs> what about Hero's friend? Okay, I can see James him. James Lee. Yeah. In, in one, uh, what one about of those that? Huh? Yeah. What about yeah. guy that played Long Duck Dong? Yeah. <laughs> what about that guy? Or Short Round. What about Yoko Zuna from the WWE? What, what about, about Yoko Ono? What? Yoko Ono as Akira would be a crazy fucking movie, and I'd love it. <laughs> it would be a solo performance. She, she, well, wait, she would, would do she all the parts. Would she be Akira or would she would be Tetsuo? She would do all yes. the parts. <laughs> She'd do all the parts. <laughs> the Akira, oh, the one-woman show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you blurred. All right, who else? Who else could we have? What else? Come on. I'm sorry, I'm not all, I'm not studied up on my... I think we're spending actors. too much time with this one. <laughs> no, think of This other... is the news we don't give a shit about. Other good, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's why I forgot about other that. Other good Asian actors that could do it. There's plenty. Well, yeah. All right, name two. Oh, there's plenty. <laughs> God, we named we named we, we named, named a bunch one. of them. Who's that girl on Grey's Anatomy? Can't, oh, Sandra O. Oh. What? 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 Sandra O. Oh. You're gonna go crush? Why oh, not? sure, because you know it'd be so appropriate to cast an Asian person in an Asian role. But let's go with a woman in a man's role. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not a girl have? Tetsuo? Starbuck. Why not a girl Tetsuo? A girl Canada would be awesome, actually. No, that's my point, though. Oh. We're, like, bending over to get an Asian in an Asian role. But then we make the man a woman. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Like, I just stopped know. caring. I mean, the, the thing I respected about Starbuck is, like, like, at some point you realized Ronald D. Moore was like, Ah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> what, you think you didn't like that choice of Katie Sackhoff? Oh, I... Dude, it's Katie Sackhoff. I know, yeah. right? Huh? I'll watch her reading a telephone you book on the shitter. Right. <laughs> hey, fucking man. I'm 100% there with you. Yeah. Did you see that cool picture 
of her and Dirk Benedict inside of Starbucks? <laughs> no, but Dude, you made that it. Was, that was from when Dirk they Benedict did the played, prequel. For people who don't know, Dirk awesome. Benedict played the original Starbucks in BSG, the first one. And then. The... And if you don't know, why the fuck are you listening to this podcast? That's a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> now, that picture was from when they did the, uh, the behind-the-scenes thing before they aired the first... The, the two-hour movie it's on great. Which oh, is, it, the picture is impressive. He hates it. Yeah, so. she went and interviewed yeah. him, which is kind of awesome. Yeah, because he hate man. He hated. He, I read his thing on Breitbart. Yeah, and he just was. He was mad that it was a girl, dude. His grudge goes all the way back to the original BSG, because he he just talks about the effeminization of Hollywood, and you ought to look it up. He really. He's yeah. Oh, he's major, major to the to the right. He sounds righty. Wow. Yeah, he's Yikes. a righty. Well, continuing the same story. Now losing the front runner of the lead roles, pretty bad, but uh, not the only bump in the road for the reported one hundred and forty million dollar production. As Warner Brothers has also shut down the movie's previs department. In a statement, Warner Brothers denied the shutdown was a problem, saying. Production on Akira has not halted or been shut down, as the film has not yet been greenlit and well, is still much? very much in the development stage. <laughs> the exploratory process is crucial to the project of this magnitude, and we will continue to sculpt our approach to making that, that the best That is awesome, Studio film. Doublespeak. Don't worry about the sh- sh- movie not getting made, because we haven't greenlit it yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, is what? that is pretty funny, yeah. You're right. Nice. Well, but how much pre-visualization can you do? Seriously. I mean, Wet has been doing pre-visualization on live-action Evangelion for nigh on 10 years now. There's a pre-visualization already. It's called the original movie. Exactly. It's because every year they get together and they say, okay, does Neon Genesis Evangelion still suck? <laughs> yeah, let's put it off. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Is Paul around? Is Paul around? No, he's not. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. All right, yeah, okay. Does your intellectual property have outreaching tentacles so far and deep into the consciousness of a nation that they produce soda beverages with it on there it? There are tentacles they involved. Make, this sounds hentai. <laughs> I'll give you that. They make fucking chopsticks. That's there true. are Evangelion chopsticks. There's Evangelion everything. A good 60% of my intellectual properties do involve tentacles. Dude, last year, <laughs> last year they shut down an entire 7-Eleven style shop in japan and reopened it with nothing but evangelion themed things okay so you're saying it'd be a hit in japan it's oh, the, with that. It is a, it's, it's okay it's a cultural touchstone <laughs> in japan a small island nation really likes this stuff it's kind of like the orange soda in joe versus the volcano those people they really love that shit <laughs> now you're getting racist that's the way back machine oh my wow it's not racist <laughs> There's the ocean calling the river wet. I'm sorry, what about a river and an ocean? <laughs> Hello, Kettle, this is Pot. I got some news for you. Ding dong. News you don't give a shit about. After a few days of rising speculation, both Paramount and Michael Bay have come down hard on rumors that Skids and Mudflap, the, uh, to put it nicely, off-color caricatures that appeared as Autobot brothers. The Ghetto Bots. The Ghetto Bots. Yes, in Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, that they'll be appearing in Dark of the Moon. They're in it. According to Transformers World, <laughs> Paramount specifically asked them to clarify that, quote, the twins will not be in the third film and that the featured cars are not actually in the movie, unquote. To back up this assertion, Michael Bay has made an even stranger offer to first-day viewers of Transformers Dark of the Moon. Boy. In a post on the official Michael Bay forums, yeah, apparently that's out there, he stated, quote, 
After the internet posting of a nice review by someone who saw Transformers Dark of the Moon, the writer had not been clear on one thing. He misstated that the twins are in the film. They are not. So, I am offering a $25,000 reward to anyone who can find them performing in Transformers 3 on July 1st when the movie opens. Performing. Performing. They're in there. The toys are out. The Dark of the Moon toys are out. Skids is in it. If you can find it in the movie, $25,000 is yours. Whatever. And that's on top of the 25000 when you did the original voice work for those two characters. You're right. <laughs> it was me and Tom Kenny going to town. That's actually Tom Kenny doing that. Are you serious? That was Tom Kenny doing yeah, it? Yeah, Tom Kenny doing that. SpongeBob himself? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Now you know. And knowing is half the battle. Yeah, and, you know, he, he, you know, he reeled from that, too. It wasn't, you know... The, and my, you know, I mean, you get going, you let a let a comedic mind go wild. They're gonna go places. What? But, Who? What? Paul? What are you saying? I'm saying I'm not racist. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, it's just I don't know. Whatever. Uh, news you don't give a shit about. Movie was terrible. Lady Gaga. Have a drink, everyone. Has reached a Twitter milestone. The first <laughs> user to obtain 10 million followers. The milestone was reached near midnight on May 15th. Only two years ago, Twitter had its first user reach 1 million followers, Austin Kutcher. The uh, jump. Ashton Kutcher? That's what I said. Whatever. The jump from 1 million mark to the 10 million mark in only two years shows impact and reach of Twitter. Comparatively, Lady Gaga has over 34 million Facebook fans. But considering Facebook is currently a much larger network, one could say the amount of her Twitter followers are on par with her Facebook fans. A media bistro points out that Lady Gaga's Twitter throne isn't entirely secure, though, as Justin Bieber is quickly catching up and may dethrone Gaga sometime later this year. I'm that is truly news I don't give <laughs> yeah, <laughs> None of us give yeah. a crap about any of that. I, I got nothing know, to say about that because I just don't care. When's he going to North Korea? I'm just so... I know it. He's got to make good on his promises. Yeah, really. I can't wait. I'll buy him a ticket. <laughs> One-way ticket. And news you don't give a shit about... Oh, I can afford Lady Gaga and Zynga announced Gagaville. What? The expansion to Zynga's genre defining Farmville. Oh, no. (laughs) You grow little Gagas? Gaga trees? The new acreage will allow fans to explore lands populated with unicorns, crystals, and early access to unheard tracks of her Gaga's newest album, Born This Way. One free download voucher for the album will be shipped out with every purchase of a $25 Zynga gift card from participating retailers. Some Lady Gaga-themed rewards will be added to Farmville's storefront, and multiple contests will take place in the coming weeks. Gagaville will open to the public May 17th. Sign me up. I don't know what to say to that. Another app I'm going to have to hide on the fucking Facebook when some <laughs> loads of assholes start saying, join my Gagaville oh, and help me make I'm my... playing Gagaville. <laughs> I'm going to start playing Gagaville. Join me in Gagaville, Kirsten. No. And that's it. That's it for the shit yeah, news. Yeah. So let's do a weekend geek. Here we go. Please. Gagaville. got to cleanse this palate. Hey. I feel like I've brought you guys down. She's she truly, a, truly a hideous one. Uh, not too long ago, after the PlayStation Network went down, Sony promised two free games from a list of PS3 and PSP games, hmm. as well as 30 days of free PlayStation Plus service. Sony has officially released the details over on the PlayStation blog, and they are not throwaway titles after all, although they may be titles you already own. Yeah, I know. Uh, shortly after PlayStation Shore has returned to a game console near you, 
uh, already here in the States. The following list of titles will be available to choose from for 30 days. Uh, the first few are PlayStation 3 titles, Dead Nation, Infamous, Little Big Planet, Super Stardust HD, Wipeout HD plus Fury, and, and PSP, Little Big Planet, Mod Nation Racers, Pursuit Force, and Killzone Liberation. Was a bribe? Uh, kind of. Along with the two of those films of your choice, sorry, two toast game titles of your choice, Sony will be offering a free 30 days of PlayStation Plus membership. Existing PlayStation Plus members will receive a free 60 days. PlayStation Home will be offering users over 100 free virtual items. Uh, existing Unlimited Music Premium Trial subscription members will receive an additional 30 days. Existing members of Music Unlimited Premium and Basic will receive an additional 30 days. And a to be announced later section of on us movie rentals will be made available for one weekend to be determined. That's their, they're sorry for the, uh, the monthly. So two free games off of that list. The two free games is about the only thing worth anything. I think everything else is just virtual crap. Yeah. I already own the games that I would want to have off of that list. So they not helping up. me any, I, I don't know if they're ever going to recover from this. They have to, not they have not to, with this system, I don't think. I think PS3 is pretty much done. Yeah. Oh, I think it's a little early to say it's done. Nope. The <laughs> console is. I gotta, I gotta agree with right. Paul. I am wrong. <laughs> I'm agreeing with Paul here. Savant has spoken. It's done. It's over. It is done. No, Complete. I mean, no, seriously, like, it went just long enough to reach the breaking point. They're come, they're, it's so close to E3. They are in a fucking pit when it comes to E3. System still, I mean, it's up, sort of. People still up, don't trust it. It's still not properly rectified, to. exactly. The trust is gone. Yeah, that's true. Um, and, and the 360, who knows how much ground it's gained in this time. Um, and just anecdotally, a lot of game sites have been reporting that in the last week or so, tons and tons of uh, PS3 started coming in for trade. Oh, yeah? Yeah, being sold for cash or yeah, that, like an avalanche for, for a that's true man how you trust now that? that that's here in in north america what about in japan because isn't there like a huge disparity between PlayStation and in europe yeah well, and, and, and i mean Xbox? in japan sony rules there's no two ways about it yeah sony they rule Nintendo. europe as well yeah <clears throat> mm-hmm. there's hardly any 360 presence in japan seriously mm-hmm. yeah but that's because we're the big american behemoth moving in but we've got a bigger installed user base or very close to the same as what Sony has. Yeah. Huh. But I think it is slightly bigger. Also, they sell underwear and vending machines. <laughs> I love my Xbox. That's true. I love I my love third <laughs> retarded Xbox. <laughs> uh, kids in science news, according to a story at Live Science, a 16-year-old Canadian 11th grade student has discovered a possible tre- treatment for cystic fibrosis. What? Uh, cystic fibrosis is a potentially fatal condition caused by a genetic mutation or error. It causes thick, sticky mucus to build up in the lungs and elsewhere. Cystic fibrosis occurs most among white people in northern European antr- ancestry in about 1 in 3,000 live births. And in the past, most people with cystic fibrosis died in their teens, according to the Mayo Clinic. It has no cure. Marshall Zhang, an 11th grade student at Richmond Hills Bayview Secondary School, used a supercomputer system to find a new drug combination that shows potential in treating the genetic disorder. 
The treatment is a combination of two drugs, which in a computer simulation on the Canadian Cynex supercomputing network did not interfere with each other while interacting with the defective protein responsible for the disorder. He has also tested the drug combination on living cells with results that, quote, exceeded his expectations. Now, Zhang is realistic about the future of his discovery. Uh, Once tested in the human body, promising treatments can turn out to be toxic or ineffective, he said. But even if this combination of compounds doesn't ultimately treat cystic fibrosis, he believes his research has laid important groundwork for other discoveries. Huh. My science fair projects suck. <laughs> did, you build, did you build a volcano? No, I didn't build a volcano. <laughs> what I did was I, I tested to see if plants grow better when listening to music. Oh, Lord. I, I had one plant. One. That was my <laughs> that was your test. My, 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 your my, test group was one. My test one. group was a one. That <laughs> <laughs> was in the fucking fourth grade. Um, one plant was listening to nothing. Another plant was listening to Metallica. Another one was listening to Bach. Okay. Another was listening to Metallica. Grew the best. Now, <laughs> could it have been that it was just simply getting the most sunlight on my windowsill? I don't know. It could have been that you were playing Ride the Lightning, which is one of the best albums they put out. <laughs> I was playing Master of Puppets. Okay, that's that's number two. Yeah. I taught a goldfish to go through a metal wire hoop and get food. Really? Yep. You shit me. Nope. But it didn't really... <laughs> It didn't really learn how to do it. No. Goldfish are really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently so are plants. I, I, never yeah. had, I, I never, We never had a science fair in my school. Yeah, we didn't no, either. No. Yeah. no dude, you're from where? Indiana? Indiana, They Kansas. don't like that science out there. We just had a science fairy. Hey, guess what, everybody? Let's do some math. Mm. Hey, <laughs> check it out. It's like a volcano. <laughs> it's gonna erupt. It's gonna erupt. Put some baking soda in there. Baking soda and vinegar. Oh! oh wow. Look at the fizz! Jesus, he's got Jeff doing it. Look at it go everywhere! I'm a science fairy. Hey! Hey, guys. Well, speaking of science. Science! Science, science fairy! Scientists may have found the cause of the world's sudden dwindling population of bees. I heard about this. And cell phones seem to be to blame. What? I heard about it. Research conducted in Louisiana, Switzerland, has shown that the signal from cell phones not only confuses bees, but also may lead to their death. Over 83 83 experiments have yielded the same results, with virtually most of the population of the United States and the rest of the world owning cell phones. The impact has been greatly noticeable. Uh, Led by researcher Daniel Favre, the alarming study found that bees reacted significantly to cell phones that were placed near or in hives uh, in call-making mode. Man, that's where I keep my cell phone. The bees sensed the signal (laughs) transmitted when the phones rang and emitted heavy buzzing noise during the calls. The calls act as an instinctive warning to leave the hive, but the frequency confuses the bees, causing them to fly erratically. The study found that the bee's buzzing noise increases 10 times when a cell phone is ringing or making a call, a.k.a. when signals are being transmitted, but remain normal when not in use. The signals cause the bees to become lost and disoriented. The impact has already been felt all the world over as the population of bees in the U.S. and the U.K. have decreased by almost half in the last 30 years, 
which coincides with the popularization and acceptance of cell phones as a personal device. Does this affect the price of honey? Oh, it will. Studies as far back as 2008 have found that bees are repelled by cell phone signals. Yeah. So I never really met a bee The bee, bee mystery that I is liked. solved. Because sons of bitches sting you. You're going to be sad when your honey bunches of oats is gone. I read, I read something about a study like that almost a year ago. And I, I loved how I was just watching Hollywood celebs talking about the dangers of the bees and colony collapse disorder and all this stuff. And nobody... Missing virus. Every, yes. Nobody ever mentioned the cell phones. It's like... The, the, you know, the celebrities who are going to be raising funds for their cause over the cell phone, that's hardly going to be something they're going to go after. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and it's yeah. funny, too, because it's like bees are fucked. I, I don't, no, ain't no one getting another cell I, I don't see, no. yes, I don't see cell phones getting no. rolled back to say this uh, no way. genus. No, and, and that's a shame, too, because, well, it's not, it's just a shame. It's bad. It is bad. They pollinate so yeah. many things. Not just they don't just go yeah, flower to flower. Honey. It's yeah. not pretty flowers and the honey. It's you know crops. Mm-hmm. All right, that's it, it. I'm investing in the Soylent Corporation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's not going to be good. The future's awful, everybody. <laughs> the future's an that's awful. Right. He says it with such good cheer. Paul is, Paul is hoping. The, the world dies in 2012, because if it doesn't, he's not going to want to be here. Oh, I'm not. You can't wait for the dystopian know, future. Hey, my dystopian future, you know exactly what it is. If I can't sit on my couch, yeah, here it is. Watch, watch any movie I want, and eat a hamburger while I'm masturbating, <laughs> I don't want to live in that future. Unless all those things are possible at any time. <laughs> I don't want it. Is that your test for ambidexterity? Eating a hamburger with your left no. hand, and whacking it with your right? Is that no? How it because I wouldn't use two hands. I for, could do both. What? I could do both. Do both with what? That's with what whatever. I, I could get some extra, <laughs> some extra sauce on uh, my eating hamburger. And spanking. Oh. 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 oh! He's talking about fucking his hamburger. <laughs> Wait, it's okay. It's sterile because it's his own. Hey guys, I'm the science fairy. I, I that think actually I find would be a really great in all this project. Paul is focusing on himself and nothing at all about his darling wife. <laughs> Where is she in all of this, Paul? Uh, Hunting for bees. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she works so much, I hardly ever see her. It's terrible. There you go. She's earning the money for the Netflix, for the TV, and the That's hamburgers, right. and the lube. She, right. She's the one out in the wasteland trying to find that hamburger for you. To she eat, would. So you she could would continue to spank it. She would forage. Thanks, she would forage for my well-being. The wind Maybe blows across the blasted plain. Like, out walks Anne with like the goggles and a, <laughs> a giant axe from Wrath of Khan, all, <laughs> all wrapped up. Yep. This is Seti Alpha Five. <laughs> Paul's like, whatever. Just give me my hamburger. <laughs> Fuck a Seti Alpha Five. I want a jacket. <laughs> Take me to my jacking chair, honey. <laughs> you can you can put that worm in my ear if it makes it feel better. <laughs> Do it. Oh uh, San Diego Comic Con rolls around each year, and it coincides with several big budget flicks uh, that dominate the con, like Twilight, Harry Potter, sometimes a movie based on a comic book. <laughs> what started out as a gathering simply dedicated to collectors has become one of Hollywood's biggest media stomping grounds. And this year's events will be plastered in The Avengers, Dark Knight, Captain America, Cowboys and Aliens, and The Smurfs. Across the street, 
from the big con this year is a smaller event called Trickster. Huh? This is from Trickster's PR department. Are you planning your San Diego Comics excur- San Diego Comics excursion this summer? There's something new and unique being planned by a host of comics, film, and illustration artists, artists including Mike Mignola, Mike Aldred, Craig Thompson, Paul, uh, Paul Pope, Brian McDonald, and more. Trickster is a huge, free-to-enter pop-up store event that's equal parts retail shop, fine art gallery, and symposium space. Spearheaded by Scott Morose, Trickster might just be the world's first creator-owned venue of its kind. Spotlighting an armada of artists and writers that are the heart and soul of popular storytelling, daring enough to retain the rights for their own work. Featuring limited-run small press books and wares, original art in a gallery setting, a full bar, live music, and more. You had me at full bar. I had a feeling. Trickster (laughs) seeks to be a haven for creators and audiences to gather in a classy, comfortable atmosphere. With no booths, creators will be free to relax and interact more casually with their audience, have a cocktail, share the creative process more readily. A series of symposiums will be featured, focusing on honing craft, technique, method, and theory concerning writing and art making. As a crash course in creative sharing and collaboration, the symposia will be limited seating with tickets on sale soon. Open Tuesday, July 19th through Sunday, July 24th, and located directly across from the San Diego Convention Center. Trickster might just be the most talked about event this summer for art makers and storytellers. So it's like a pre-con for creators. That's that's happening. Not not even pre-con. It's happening during con. It starts before, but lasts a little longer. Uh, That's weird. Yeah, so it goes from that Tuesday to Sunday. Uh, so where Comic Con's more for the fans, this is more for the developers of the. Well, it's for fans to get together with developers, to to bring them both together. Some folks developers, includes uh, developers, developers, developers. Mark so, and Draco, uh, Francis, uh, Francisco, Francavilla, um, David Mack, Mike Mignola, as said before. Uh, Steve Purcell, creator of Sam and Max, and Greg Rucka is going to be there. Do you know what happens? Greg Rucka is awesome. When fans yeah, get is. together with developers, do you know how that meeting goes? Oh, I love your work. Hey, hey, listen. You know how when 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 the X Men fight Magneto? Wouldn't it be great if Superman got in there and then the Transformers got involved? Yeah, can you do that? You know what and that, hence the bar. Uh, you know what that was? That that was an IDW meeting right there. <laughs> <laughs> that was a transcription of an actual IDW meeting. Yeah, that's Run. exactly what's happening right now in their comics right now. Run by mm-hmm. the Yars Revenge Development Team. <laughs> the exactly. <zombie> crossover. <laughs> Man. Uh, Deadline sums this story up succinctly in a post, mostly about brothers and sisters. This is the post. It's official. There will be no sixth season of ABC's family drama, Brothers and Sisters, and V won't return for a third season no! either. No! I, I will cut your mic. Vanderbort. <laughs> yeah, they... Vanderbort. Uh, v... Uh, Debuted to mixed reviews, but dropped from a respectable 9.75 million views in 2009 to 5.72 million over its first season. Vanderport. She'll find more work. And, and probably will. better work. Fucking no. sh- Anything's better than that fucking show. Fucking show. But Vanderport. God 
damn that show. <laughs> okay, listen to what I'm saying. Listen, hear me I out. Ready? This hear me out. He watched like two episodes and was Band done. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I was the only one figuring it out. <laughs> <laughs> that show was made of bullshit. Yeah, I have to admit, um, other than the high Vandervoort factor, um, the show was indeed comprised primarily of the shit that comes out of a bull. Yep. Um, the writing was craptastic. The special effects were butt-like. It was like staring into an ass. And it broke my heart. Because there was uh, Alan Tudyk. There was Tudyk in that. Mm-hmm. And I love him. That show was an abortion stuck on an ice cream cone. <laughs> and the very, very last episode, the very last scene, you get the guy who played Donovan from the first V. And he has, like, a line. Yeah. Fan service. Yeah. And then that's it. You mean Mark Singer? Yeah, him. The Beastmaster? The Beastmaster. <laughs> Fuck that show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it's canceled. I, I, it makes me sick to think of all the money that got spent on that piece of shit. Well, there is an area where money didn't get spent. Entertainment Weekly has reported that NBC passed on the David E. Kelly revamped Wonder Woman. Yep. 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 The pilot earned mixed reviews and at test screenings. Well... I mean, apparently she was. She had two secret identities. Yeah, dumb, da dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> Even Jem didn't have two secret identities. Christ alive! And she looked terrible. Yeah, she did. She looked <laughs> she did. terrible in I that know, outfit. It looked really dumb. The outfit was lame. And did you see her running? It's like, oh, I'm gonna get over here and throw the crystal even fight crime. Look at my boob. It was terrible. It looked terrible. She didn't. She wasn't. She wasn't Wonder Woman. She simply wasn't Wonder Woman. This is what I want to see as Wonder Woman. I want Wonder Woman to be uh, have crutches, and she's oh, all. Boy. She's all. Oh, I couldn't possibly be Wonder Woman. I have crutches. I want her to be really overweight. And then she's all. Oh, and she's going up. <laughs> she's going up the stairs like to her regular job or whatever, and they're like. Hey, fatty. She's all, oh, boy. <laughs> so basically, the, 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 uh, the guard from Super Jail. There's another. Yeah, oh, yeah except for fat, fat, fat on crutches. At what point it. is this Wonder Woman? I'm waiting for you to get to it. <laughs> okay. So she's saying, bring it home. Oh, great. Oh, no, no, you got this Good part. fucking job. Bring it home, Paul. I'm not Jesus there yet. Christ. So, so she's like, oh, man. So I know you're, you're not there yet. <laughs> the world knows you're not fucking there yet. She's on her crutches and she's all, oh, oh, oh. And then she goes home and she's got a cat, right? And she's like, hey, kitty. Oh, oh, oh. And she feeds the cat. She's on her crutches. She's hurting. And, uh, and she's got a Mary Kay uh, bag. Right and uh, and this Mary- right sure and this- <laughs> okay go <laughs> and this Mary Kay bag opens up and spills and she drops a bunch of stuff on the floor she's like oh no and she's trying to pick it up but she's on her crutch and she's like oh whoa and she falls to the ground and she's she's covered in all these Mary Kay products because she's like grabbing at the bag and she's like oh what is this oh oh lip gloss oh. Oh, what is this? Oh, oh, it's it's some kind of an eyelash curler. Oh, what is this? What is this? The mascara. The mascara. Oh, oh God. The mascara. And finally, through a sudden Fucking flashback, Christ. she realizes that she is, in fact, Diana 
princess of Themyscira, and she's been oh. cursed. She's been cursed to be a fatty cripple by some evil witch. By Odin. No, he's teaching her a lesson, an making e- her humble. An evil witch, and she has. To, she Themyscira. and she realizes this, and she sits. And she sits up. Yeah. And she goes, you Themyscira. Barry, I've got you. to. I've got to get back. And so she starts this whole Rocky training thing. She gets herself fit again. Eighties montage. Yep. And she totally gets fit, and she becomes Wonder Woman again. Fuck that. The mascara. Has anybody ever driven a, up a road, up a mountain, where you can't see anything because the road curves around the corner? That's what it's like when Paul is going on with these stories. <laughs> you have no idea where he's going. And he when said, you actually get to the top, you're disappointed. Big CEO Barry turns to little intern Paul and it's like, all right, what idea did you come up with this week? And Paul, not even knowing there was a meeting, 10 minutes ago starts going... Uh, well, what I see, uh, is, uh, that, uh, I don't use that many uhs. Oh, I take geez. my lit cigar and like put it out of his eye. On the campaign trail. Uh, uh, could you, I could, didn't use any uhs. You know what? The, Wonder Woman was doomed because he did the whole fucking secret identity thing. Yeah. It's like, that's why Justice League Wonder Woman hits it out of the park. Because they didn't even bother with that bullshit. Occasionally, True. Diana Prince, when she needed to, okay, I got to just be a human and, and kind of yeah, hide. For a second. That she should have been the Amazon kick-ass woman in the man's world. And they should have dealt with those issues and issues of celebrity and issues of all of that. He could he could have hit so many notes like that. Why and he, he wanted to play the fuck. I mean, when I heard about the wacky put-upon assistant, I was like, holy fucking shit! <laughs> Good Christ! Yeah, that she is not only her own self, but, but a her wacky own assistant! assistant. Jesus! So dumb. Oh. Well, why can't they... I mean, they saw the success of Lost. Why can't they set it on Themyscira? Why couldn't they set it on the island and have a bunch of crazy lore going on? Why not the fuck? Sure, Jesus Christ! I don't know, Christ. that sounds pretty expensive. If anyone it, knows any yes, Hollywood insiders who can get a copy of the pilot that was obviously oh, dude, shot. that'll be circulating Comic-Con like crazy. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait. Everything's at Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah David, David E. Kelly needs to stick with legal dramas. In, That's basically what it is. I would like a collection of just failed pilots. Ooh, Big old collection good. of failed pilots. That'd be fun. Uh, despite rumors that Universal wasn't going to pony up the money to make a giant movie and TV adaptation of Stephen King's opus, The Dark Tower. Paul, why are you masturbating that bottle? <laughs> I'm just doing it for fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Isn't this, that is my next, this is my next Wonder Woman pitch. This is how she changes into Wonder Woman. She grabs the nearest phallus and goes... Nobody knows what you just did. Does the Jackie mo- motion? The Jackie motion. We're never gonna make it through this. Jackie we? motion. That's like the. Oh new my God! Singer. What's going on with Dark Tower? <laughs> well, it looks like they'll be making it after all, oh. just for less money. Really? The project is a brainchild of Ron Howard, uh, pro- uh, producer Brian Grazer. Um, it was announced back September, adapting the seven-book Dark Tower series as a trilogy of movies and two TV series, bridging the gaps between the films. Unfortunately, Universal's been having a lot of money troubles recently, which forced them to cancel the $150 million adaptation of H.P. Lovecraft's At the Mountains of Madness that was to be directed by Guillermo del Toro and starring Tom Cruise. According to Hollywood Reporter, Universal has dropped plans to start shooting this fall as Goldsman will be rewriting the script to reflect a lower budget. It hasn't been revealed how much lower the budget will be or how that will affect the script, 
but it's still going to be a trilogy of movies and two TV series. Uh, Ron Howard is also signed to direct the movie and the first episode of the TV show, with uh, Grazer producing and Goldsman writing all three movies. We shot on the Universal backlot. Don't know. All those western towns? Yes. And every time you Call go the to police. Universal, a around. they'll pay you money to be an extra? Okay. Walk around back. That'll raise money for it. Yeah, that'll work. Yep. Use the psycho house. Why not? Uh, Use the crash scene from... That sad to read, but yeah. I hope they... Uh, uh, oh, well. But, then again... They did cast Fatty Brick and Jackie Emotion. Uh. <laughs> you just you just made Paul light up like a Christmas tree. Did you just say Jackie Emotion? Now is Jackie it emotion. the thing is no, but the thing is is there's it, there's lots of confusion because there's two of them. There's Jack Emotion, who's this really you know up and coming leading man, and then okay. there's Jackie Emotion. She's this pop princess. <laughs> she is. She's Nobody the... knew about her until her nude cell phone pics mysteriously ended up on the. Internet, whoops. Is Paul's stupidity contagious? She does a version of of pop that I like uh, to call Neo Soul. Because as we all know, she comes from new Motown. Which is having a resurgence, you know. Every ever since things have gotten rough out there, I don't even know where you are. And, right uh, <laughs> I don't get it. You're gonna make me go get the M and M's, aren't you? <laughs> no, M and M. M and M. He's a, he's a, he's another one from from that same area. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Jackie Motion, she's great. Yeah, Daddy she, drinks because just, just cut him off. Cut his, cut his mic if you have to. Uh, NBC has picked up two new series for this fall, so uh, let me know if this works for you. All right, I'm gonna say no. Grim. Nope. New drama series inspired by the classic Grimm's fairy tales. Oh, nope. Remember the fairy tales your parents used to tell you before bedtime? Those weren't stories. They were warnings. I remember the science fairy tales that I got told. <laughs> I got told one time that a guy could make a dildo disappear. Science. And I was like, no way. I want to know what you it. put on your pillow so he'd show up in the middle of the night. What I put under my pillow? <laughs> I tuck a little piece of me under there. Hello? <laughs> Nick Burhart thought he prepared himself for the realities of working as a homicide detective until he started seeing things he couldn't quite explain. When his ailing Aunt Marie arrives... Oh, Aunt Marie. <laughs> what? Nick's life turns upside down she real fat when she reveals they are descendants of an elite group of hunters known as Grimm's. Balls. Uh, this is people trying to steal the idea of fables. Is what's happening. Exactly I was just going to say that. Who fight man. to keep the balance of humanity safe from the supernatural creatures of the world? As Nick de- digs deeper into her past, <laughs> what's he digging into her? He digs into his aunt with a crutch. He realizes <laughs> bitch. that he will have to shoulder the responsibility of his ancestors, again? Aunt Marie, Marie, I believe. Marie. Marie. And contend with the larger-than-life mythology of the Brothers Grimm that is now all too real. Is she? Does it turn out she's Little Red Riding Hood or something? I, I don't know. Poor I, Bill Willingham. Wow, they just uh, they, they totally did an end around him. around that they idea. Uh, yeah, they did. <laughs> well, and then yeah. we have a second show. Oh, oh, what's oh, the second okay. show? Awake is the name of this one. Nope, I don't like it. Awake. 
<laughs> is an intriguing drama nope, about a detective. I doubt that. Whenever you tell me something's intriguing. I, I will I, say the detective in this case is played by Jason Isaacs. <coughs> hey. From, from, uh, he played uh, Malfoy's father in he the plays Harry all Potter those, movies. The, the English asshole in all those movies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a okay. Gra- he usually plays a great villain. Oh, yes. No, that guy is quite good. Yeah. yeah. But uh, about a detective who finds he is leading an arduous double life that defies reality. Is he Wonder Woman? When Detective Michael Bitten... Oh, it's a vampire Brit- story. His name is Michael Britton, for God's sake. Michael Britton... Oh, I re- Michael Bitten. Re- That's why I thought it was vampire. Shut up! <laughs> Regains consciousness following his family car's accident. He is told that his wife, his wife Hannah... His family's car's accident? Family's car accident. <laughs> His family car accident. So there's a. The, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, family. The cars had a terrible accident. <laughs> I didn't know how oh, to tell you. The sad part is I I'm totally with Paul on that. That's what I heard, too. I didn't know how to tell you, but the family See, this, cars had the worst of it. Oh, it was the cracking under the strain, Todd. This is oh what happens God. when I stop paying attention to what I'm reading. <laughs> And I'm distracted by what's going on next to me. You have to stay on target with your reading. Stay on target. Stay on target. He's in the garage. He should be okay. He's going to pull through. I can't control it. What really uh, hope he pulls through? Oh, my God. Get the M&Ms and the scotch. Listen, family. I want you to be strong. Be strong. The car would want us to stay a brave face. So, what happens in this series? Yes, please. Where apparently there's a car accident involving a family. When the no, detective regains consciousness following his family's car accident. Uh-huh. What? You shut your <laughs> hand out! <laughs> what happened? The family... I'm not doing anything! I'm doing anything! I'm doing anything! I came out of nowhere! Told his wife Hannah <laughs> perished, but his son Rex has survived. From what? The car accident. No. <laughs> That's right. Fucking choke and die. <laughs> die, Mattingly. <laughs> All my wishes have come true. And now he's in the car, okay? <laughs> No. Oh, gonna be all right. As he tries to put the pieces of his life back together. And his car. I really want to put the pe- The fender Shut went the down the drain. Up. I lost a piece of the fender in the drain. I can't get it. Oh it my was God. so fucking terrible. He awakens, uh, awakens again in a parallel reality in which his wife is very much alive, but his son Rex died in the accident. In order to keep both of his loved ones alive at one time, he begins living two dueling realities in parallel worlds, which turns up confusion. In one moment, Michael and his wife debate about having another child to replace their son, (coughs) while in the other reality, he is attracted to his son's tennis coach. Uh, Apparently, his coach is named Tara. Girl that plays in in the uh, Tara. What? Of the girl from the Vampire Diaries. Uh. To fill the void from the loss of his wife. Trying to regain some normalcy, Michael returns to police work and solves crimes in both worlds with the help of two very different partners. Um, and yeah, so there it is. That wow. actually sounds okay. How so could you tell? <laughs> How could you even tell what the hell it was about? I lost the plot of that thing ten minutes ago because of Michael Caine and his 
<laughs> wonderful detective work. Oh, shut up. God. Just shut up. All right, it's time to bang out a big list. What? Thank you. Yeah, big oh, list. All right, this is... <laughs> Knows what I'm talking about. This is Shut a list up. of sci-fi, fantasy, and horror series you won't be seeing this fall because either the pilots weren't picked up or they just said no. Okay, Ooh, I already right. have seen this list. From ABC, Human. Well, I'll tell you what, before I do this, just kind of get... Just, yes, that one. Uh, tell me if... Uh, now, these pretend these are very small, quick pitches, all right? Okay. You are the executive. Do we get to do our pitch? Can we get- Let's do a pitch. <laughs> no. We no. don't have time no, anymore. No, 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 no. no. Elevator pitch. No. Elevator pitch. Two sentences. No, he's he's doing the big list. This is the list. Well, let us do elevator pitch two sentences. No. no. Before <laughs> you do, do the, the real ones. Shut up. Oh, my God. You're burning time. <laughs> Before you do the real ones. ABC. Human. Alien being, being occupies a person's body. Start not picked That's up. all you get. All right, Let us do the two elevator pitch. <laughs> Ghost world. A couple can see future and supernatural worlds. Yeah. <laughs> I got a better pitch for that. All right, all right, all right fine. You want to? I know Give you. Yeah, you really want to play a game with this. Two sentences. Right. Two sentences. Uh, listen, I'm I'm going to give you the one sentence description of this, and you follow it up. Okay. All right. Inhuman. Great criminals have been psychologically cloned, and investigators must find them. They have butthole eyeballs. Really? That's <laughs> all that's that? the whole. All that's the what you fought so hard, hard for? Butthole eyeballs. <laughs> that's just Man, the tip of the iceberg. Your improv, when it's good, God, it's right? good, and when it's bad, it sucks. Tip of the iceberg on yeah. CBS: an entitled Cam Miller project based on Charlene Harris's Harper Connolly mysteries, in which Harper speaks to the dead. She can also eat cats whole. Oh, An untitled wow. Susanna Grant project, surgeon takes instruction from his dead wife. Turns out she's a lesbian and tells him to do hot ladies. <laughs> On Fox, turned down shows. An unta- untitled Kevin Cecil and Andy Riley project, 50s family travels to present day. Alicia Silverstone comes back to say, I was in this movie, you fucks. It was called Blast from the Past. A show called Fail. Siblings are beaten down by life as their narrator, as their father narrates from beyond the grave. With a belt. Magical law. Legal supernatural procedural. Ugh. Wolfram and Hart. You... <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, yeah, basically... Uh, the judge objects magically. That's lame. You're lame. Shut up. I uh, object to mattingly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh! This is not the game I signed up to play. <laughs> oh, hey, keep playing. Untitled Rick Eid Project. Ambitious DA is aided by a ghost. <laughs> I, that's awesome. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. Not terrible. How about, how about also, and the DA also is uh, the shaggy DA. Oh, God. Just keep going. <laughs> a show called Black Chapter. CIA un- unit uses paranormal means to solve crimes. Ugh. X-Files. X-Files, yeah. Untitled David Hubbard Project. Prosecutor finds himself caught between two realities. Did we just That's see that what one? we just had. Kind of, but no, this one, one was not picked up. This was, this was the uh, deep impact to their asteroids. Uh, smokers. <laughs> Alien <laughs> exterminators in space. Alien exterminators in space? 
Like bug exterminators? The aliens. Tell movie. me. That's oh, all I know. Alien exterminators in space. Also, Orkin is a sponsor. NBC's projects. A meteor is headed to Earth. Armageddon, Deep Impact. Mm-hmm. Aunt, the meteor looks suspiciously like Jay Leno. A show called Emerald City. A group of New York 20-somethings, each a character from The Wizard of Oz. Wasn't this Sue yeah. for copyright of the Blues Traveler video. So far, I, I, I can see why they passed on a lot of these. An untitled Brian Fuller project, a modern-day version of the Munsters. Yeah. They're just going to remake the Munsters? Where everyone talks like yeah. Grandpa. I'd heard about that, but... Uh, yeah, they, they guess they didn't pick it up. They already did that. It's called Munsters, a triple X parody by... Uh, oh, yeah. Sand. Cockblocked by a porn. Sandmen. Inception-like show about dreams... Uh, turns out that the Sandman can come to you when you're having a wet dream, and they get wet. <laughs> he's not even trying. Sand Sand no, he's none he, of your things were funny. For this you game, lose and now this he's game. This is not the game I'm playing. <laughs> this is a hard game. Vines, a horror show set at a winery, and the vines end up eating the people. Starring that? Divine. That's stupid ass. Uh, Echoes, young woman, when touching an object, experiences the thoughts of people who have touched it before. And she can smell what their breath was like. And zombies versus vampires, human zombies and vampires all coexist. I got no problem with that's that. That's it. That's great. That's, that's, that's the approval. That, yeah, yeah, so yes. That's what didn't make your table for this <clears throat> fall, folks. So what you get is what you deserve. TV is dead. <laughs> No, the TV is not dead. Uh, cable TV is where it's at. Yes. This is the guy that like, two weeks ago was like, TV is, is where everything's at. Don't what? go to the movie theater. Everything that's on TV well, is yeah, so much I'm, better. In, well, in like you said, in cable, but not in... Well, not in Jeff, the wind is blowing so severe outside. When he was coming in, it just totally turned him around. Uh, it's I guess true. I spun him 180. I did, hey. Sp- spun him 360. If you, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't bend, you break. <laughs> Is that what you tell your dick when you're jacking it? That's what I say. I say if you don't bend, you break. Is that j- no? That's 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 Jackie Motion's first hit. If you don't bend, you break. Yeah. If you don't bend, you break. How about you out there? What you got? Uh, if you got something, yeah, add so. right to us. Comments at uglycouchshow.com. Watch the Ugly Couch Show itself. We'll tell you what to watch, what to read, what to play. And oh my God, that's it for this show. I am Master Torgo. Doctor Bard. <laughs> The family vehicle had a terrible accident. It doesn't matter what you say at this point. No one is even listening anymore. Having turned off their podcast. I'm 80s Jeff. Commander K. Don't feel bad. I have to edit this in an hour. (laughs) Feel bad for me. Just burn it. Damn, and I never mentioned uh, Ichabod Dwarfman. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. burn it and say to us uh, tomorrow, you know what? It. it didn't come out. We'll talk to you next week, folks. I'm sure something interesting will happen between something now and then. Something horrible happened to the show. It didn't come out. <laughs> we have to erase Paul from all the bits. <laughs> the car. Forever. Now, is the car okay in the alternate world? Yes. 